cardboard box washed up on the beach. Holy fish paste! It's Bazzi. Like a naughty headed nigga spose Never meant to make it past 20 What a nigga told But I'm right here I deserve a toast Praise to the most high I get high the most Whoa, say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive Hallelujah, everybody We're alive, we're alive, we're alive My name is Bozzy And my name is Racy And this is the official Bozcast Welcome, bienvenido it's episode 59. Translate that. You already translated for yourself. No, no, no. Episode 59. Episodio 59. There we go. Um, I don't even know if it's episodio. We're, we're happy. I don't know. Episodio? I don't know. That's, is that a thing? No, I don't think it's that. Episodio. I think it's episodio. Episodio? Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here, guys. No, <laughs> translate it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to translate. Do it. Uh, gracias pa... por estar con nosotros. See? Look at you. Um, we're so happy to have you. Estamos bien contentos de tener. She's doing it, man. Te... She might actually be Puerto Rican for real. Um, no, seriously, we're very happy to have you. Welcome to our house. Am I um, done translating? Yeah, you're done. You're oh, done. Okay. No, okay. yeah, you're, you're your own person now. <laughs> Um, I'm in a really like uh, it's bittersweet. Uh-oh. I'm in a bittersweet mood. Why are you bittersweet? Um, uh, well, first of all, uh, welcome to episode 59. Um, if you are listening to this and you don't like where you're listening to this, um, remember you can find us on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Play. Um, you can ask Alexa. You can talk to Siri, or you can ask Google. To play the official Bozcast. They're good people. Huh? I said they're good people. All of them. Yeah, you talk, <laughs> talk to them about us. They, they know about us well. My BFFs. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, like you can find us on there. Listen on your favorite place to listen to podcasts or to listen to any audio. Um, we have a lot that we're working on. Still trying to work out the bugs with the videos. But um, yeah, you can listen to us on there. Go to the official Bozcast.com or just Bozcast.com. Email us at officialbozcast at gmail.com or mm-hmm. you can email me at bozzy at bozcast.com. Or you can email me at Reese <laughs> at bozcast.com. I went completely blank. How did you forget? Because I was thinking Ema. No, Reese <laughs> at bozcast.com. Okay. Very simple. Dude, something ain't right with my brain. No, I don't no. know. Turn I'm sorry. Was yeah. rough for her. I don't know what happened. Her neck ain't worked. Like in somebody three shook weeks. me too hard. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Her neck ain't worked in three weeks. Her brain been off. Literally, I'll say something, and 20 minutes later, like <laughs> clockwork, over the past couple weeks, she'll say like, "Oh, whatever." Like, Reese, I literally just told you that out loud. Like, oh, did you? Yes, I literally just said those exact words. She's like, oh, like things just are not resonating with her. I don't know what it is. I, I honestly don't know. I'm a little worried. I'm but just adjusting to the new age, you know. I would, listen, you need to adjust fast. It's been <laughs> almost three weeks. Um, but anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. It's bittersweet. It's yeah. It's the end of my little vacation time. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was hitting me on the way home from, I was out with my sister today, my sister and my brother today. And on the way home, I was like, uh you can't think about it now, don't think. You still got a few. I got like, what, 36 hours left of freedom? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's definitely bittersweet. But um, Do you feel like you um like got rest or feel like reset or feel whatever? I feel like I got rest. I feel like I'm mentally better. Um, I feel that I didn't do enough necessarily, but I feel like I got a lot of thinking done. Um, I got... I never not read the Bible, um, but I think I've been more like checking the Bible to see what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But this week I got into back into studying, which is good. Just going back and just 
reflecting on some of the things that I already know, but actually going back and just reading it blankly without looking for anything. Right. Um, so that's been good. Just a lot. I feel I feel better. Yeah. I'm scared that. I'm scared that going into work, as soon as I get to work, I'm going to remember everything I didn't like about work when I left. It's, it's one of two things is going to happen. I'm, I'm either going to feel like right back into that same mindset that I was in, right. or it is going to work as a rejuvenation and I'm going to be able to push a little bit further mm-hmm. to what I want to do and what I, you know, the things that we have planned. Like right after we record this podcast, I know it's late. But we're gonna sit down and have some have a meeting behind the scenes about just milestones where we want to be at at certain months or what we want to do at certain times, and I right. think that's gonna be very very good for us. Right. Um, so this one, I'm gonna say this, but it's, I'm gonna lie. Like this isn't gonna be that long of a podcast. I said it, so <laughs> I, I tried. Me it's saying it is me trying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, but I'm happy though. I'm I'm genuinely happy. I'm. Do you feel like it was a break, like an actual little break for you? If I wish that, yes, I do. Yes, to answer your question, yes. I just wish that I, like, I just, I crammed it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I crammed this week. And I did it in a smart way, but I crammed it. Like, I got a lot of stuff done. I, I, uh, we, we got our son, well, we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth, but we got Mm -hmm. our son registered, mostly registered for kindergarten, um, we got new tires on the car. We got new brakes. Um, we got no money. You know, <laughs> spent so much money on that. Um, I set up an appointment for my doctor's appointment. I don't know. I got this weird thing. I think I need to get like non-prescription gl- glasses with no glare and transitions. So you're just gonna wear some? Yeah, it's like today I was driving. It was rough, Reese. It was rough. Like the glare was crazy. I can see very clear. Like well, I maybe, have, yeah. You just get the sunglasses. Sunglasses with the no glare. Yeah, maybe if they maybe, have that. Maybe. If I could do that, then I'll do that. If not, I'll just get like glasses without like no prescription glasses, but with no glare and transitions. <laughs> You're about to pay like five hundred dollars for a pair. No, I'm not. Okay. My insurance? No, I'm not. No. Okay. Nah. <laughs> I love my insurance. Oh, I, I will. It's gonna be like two hundred, probably less than that. But with my insurance, nah. We how much do we say? We ended up our uh, the baby's glasses are supposed to be what like seven fifty. We paid like two hundred for them things. Which like, that is ridiculous. That they were supposed to be seven hundred, or yeah. that we got so much off. No, that first of all, it ain't his fault. He can't see you right. <laughs> like <laughs> on a ledge that nobody cares about. <laughs> That's annoying. Not that nobody cares about it, but because it makes two of us that can't see right. So it's like I don't know. I feel bad for those see, people I'm that not complaining. Like we only paying like eight dollars a month for I insurance. Know, I know, but I'm just saying. Like I know my dad. Like he struggled kind of trying to make um, it work. With basically almost all of us had to wear glasses. Not almost. He didn't have to wear glasses for uh, for a while. Uh-huh. He just wears like reading glasses. Okay, yeah, his eyes ain't. Just so he can go to Walmart and get a pair of whatever Listen, glasses. He be squinting like a mug. Nah, I'm gonna tell you that right now. And now <laughs> like, he be squinting like a mug. Like, <laughs> like Dad, look at this meme. Open your eyes. <laughs> like, get his ass off. <laughs> like, never mind. Open your eyes. Jesus, um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna have to do that. I can't remember why we got on this, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I yeah I planned a, um not planned I scheduled a doctor's appointment and I'm gonna get my eyes examined just to make sure I, I think I'm I have really good vision but I, I I don't know I don't have any way to like judge it I don't know yeah like I could just be like the things that are blurry that are really far away mm-hmm. it could just be really far away or I couldn't need to see them better i don't know Wait, so you've never had a vision test like in school i haven't had one in a long time mm-hmm. i haven't had one in over 10 years over 10 years when you did have one. it it was 2020 i think so i think so i don't remember i don't remember the results i don't know my blood type like i don't know nothing i always forget they tell I me i anything. forget i don't know anything about anything like i don't know <laughs> it's like i just don't know so i think i have good vision I remember wanting to have glasses when I was a kid, and I used to try to like act like I couldn't see certain things. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. It worked for me. I probably cursed myself. <laughs> 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 so what annoying. Happened? No, they they gave me the little chart. 
to um, see the letters. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew what letter it was, and I lied. <laughs> I lied just to get some stupid glasses. What? Yes. Not for every single letter. Like, well, you were smart about it. Yeah, I just picked like three letters, and I was like, hmm, I see E, but um, that's an O. Like, Listen, when our son did his, his eye test, that was crazy. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> the thing is, look, this is okay. So this is what happened. We took him for the preliminary test. So mad. We took him for the preliminary test. Just to, we just did a checkup, and they're like, "Is there anything you want to check specifically?" I'm like, "Well, I like to do a hearing test, and I like to do a vision test because he says huh a lot when we talk to him. I just want to make sure he can hear us okay. I have had him in situations where things were, you know, a little loud, so I just want to make sure he's okay. Yeah. Um. So they did the hearing test. The hearing test was perfect. So we found out that he, or not found out, but what I'm uh, surmising, I guess is the right word, is that he just, he says huh too fast. Like, yeah, you don't even get the words out and it's already huh? Yeah, like. It's like, okay, G. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like he didn't give it any time to like resonate. Um, But we did the, she wasn't here for, she wasn't there for it because we had, it was one day, it was a weird day. We had, both of the kids had, um, Doctor's appointments on the same day, but with different doctors. Yeah. So we split up this day at the same doctor's office. And um, so I'm with him. And, like, I don't know if anybody has kids that have had a vision test, but they don't do letters because not all kids know all their letters. So mm-hmm. that's not fair. So they do shapes. Um, so there's a heart-looking thing. There's a house. There's a square and a triangle. And so my son, <laughs> was it a circle or a square or a triangle? A I house. Think he was gonna, it was a heart, a house, a square, and a triangle. I'm pretty sure. Wasn't that like an apple shape? It, that's a heart. Like they let him say it was a heart because it oh. looked weird. It okay. was like an apple, but it it was like some weird shape. It wasn't symmetrical at all. It was like a weird shape, but it did. It was like an apple. Oh, okay. But they let him get away with it saying it's a heart. Like yeah. they gave him a, a, a test of what he thought it was. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know what the heck that thing was. <laughs> to be honest, it was like a blob heart shape. I don't know. Anyway, so he he's going through, and then I'm looking at him, and I'm I'm a, I'm his dad, so I'm like wanting to jump in and be like, nah, nah, that ain't, ain't it. it. <laughs> so a triangle popped up on the screen. He was like, uh, a circle. I was like, I was like, buddy, just make sure you paying attention. <laughs> but, but buddy, make sure. No, go back, go back. No, no, Say just make again. sure you um. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> pay, pay attention, buddy. Make sure you know what you're talking about. So, um, and then I had to catch myself because I can't, I got to know if he has good vision or nah. not. So then, like, a couple things go by. Like, it was a square, clearly a square, a triangle. I was like, oh, this nigga blind. Like, <laughs> He's blind like, illegally. Like, I'm, I'm looking at him like, oh, oh, he can't see. Like, so... After we did it, the lady was like, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to set him up with one of our optometrists. That's what it is? Mm. Ophthalmologist? Ophthalmologist, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. They're both both professions. I think it's an ophthalmologist. So we had had an ophthalmologist um, appointment, so we took him to that. So I went back there with him. Because I already knew what to expect. The first time I went back there, because we got two kids. So one of us sits with the baby and one of us sits with the older one, right? So I go back there and he, it was the same type of thing. Like he could not, like he could not make out certain shapes. And he would like, I would watch him squint and be like, <laughs> uh, that's a house. Like, no, that's a square. <laughs> like, Dude, I was so mad. So, <laughs> so listen, so they dilate his pupils, whatever. I don't know. Whatever they do. I don't, I don't have glasses. I never had glasses. So they dilate his pupils. And then for the, for the re-up, they take my wife back there. So you can tell what, you, what happened with you. <laughs> no, yeah, it was the same thing. We sat and I gave him the little, the little test or whatever. And then she's flipping through the lenses. She's like, okay, do you see better with this one or this one? And he's just like. Um, and I'm like, buddy, which one is better? Like, <laughs> and then she was like, okay, she flips it again, like, doot, doot. <laughs> like, and he's like, um, I'm like, oh my god, I was like, buddy, okay, she's asking, do you see clearer with this lens? She's gonna flip it or this lens? She flips it, yeah, that one, that one. I'm like, buddy, are you sure? 
Uh, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so he just chose one, and then um, yeah, they're going through the little chart or whatever. Man, it's clearly like a triangle, and he so says clear. like the like the, <laughs> the shape thing. without yeah. points. Like I'm like, no, you can d- distinguish these two shapes. So like they're so different. Like I don't understand. And I was like, buddy, I was like. Pay attention. Make sure you're saying the right thing, okay? And then he's like, yeah. And, like, he is really trying to say the right thing. And I'm like, no. That's what I was like, there's no way. I tried to tell her. I'm like, Reese, he can't see, yo. I was in shock. I told, I was like, Reese, he can't see. So I've been told her. And then she seen it for herself. She came back out of the room. She was like... Yeah. Oh, this stress. That's like stressed. one of the things that we say yes. to each other. Like, this stress. This stress. I was like, I told you, you can't see. Like, But that was a funny trip. Gosh, that was a funny goodness. trip, man. Time to yeah, let's, let's take a break here. We'll get back into something maybe more serious okay. when we come back. Yeah. Come bike. Back up on my bullshit. Back up on the scene. Done dealing with you. Don't know how to deal with me. I'm fucking with you, don't know how to love me Done dealing with you, so I'm back It seemed like I get so much and don't get nothing back I really thought it was love, but you're so fucking whack Always get caught up in love, but I am done with that I can't get caught up in love, so now I'm, yeah Flexing on my exes and my bottle X Pretty little skinny little bitty body model X Some of y'all ain't never had no real bitch and it shows I keep it 100 from my head down to my toes Back up on my bullshit, back up on the move Touchdown in my hometown, got nothing to lose I am on my own now, I am in control now I need you to go now, I can fix my own ground Back up on my bullshit, back up on the Oh, did you? Is your phone vibrate? No. What the hell? Yeah, what was that sound? Anyway, we're back. Um, so we kind of mentioned it a little earlier. So we we registered um, our five year old for kindergarten. And a um, couple things stood out to me. A couple things stood out to me. Yeah. Um, one, I don't like you, and this is why. So me, we, we go to <laughs> we go to register our kid, world? and I'm like, okay, Reese, should I bring the car seat uh, for the baby, or should I just carry him because the car seat is heavy? Mm. And mind you, a day earlier, a couple days before this, we were in the mall, couldn't find no type of like courtesy stroller, so I'm carrying this. Whatever. How big is he? Like he's big. Twenty pound baby, <laughs> um, with a thirty five pound car seat, <laughs> and I'm just carrying this whole thing around. So she's like, "Nah, just take it because we're gonna have to be sitting down, and we definitely want him to have somewhere to, you know, to sit, so we're not thinking about him climbing all over stuff." Yeah. And I'm like, "All right, fine. So I'm gonna take it." We get into this place, and I'm thinking like it's like this like fun little thing. Like <laughs> all the little kindergartners was, was there, and I'm much. like, okay. And so many people was like getting their kids ready for kindergarten, and we went to this place, and it was a registration for the registration. Dude, I was, was so annoying. mad. I'm like. Okay, so here's the computer. So I put my information in the computer like, all right, so you're setting up a registration date. We have some available tomorrow. I'm like, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> they was giving out books and like they had like a snow cone machine. Like, and I don't know if I just was over it or if <laughs> I was just not in the festive mood. We, we left. They ain't seen nothing but dust. <laughs> they got nothing but dust and blood. Like, <laughs> like it was crazy. Like, but I, that was the first takeaway. And the second takeaway is like, yo, our kids are like covered in grace. Yeah. Like people love, our, I can't really stand them, but a lot of people, <laughs> not just like, <laughs> a lot of people just love our kids. That's true. Like we took, we took um, little Chris to, to, you know, whatever, get registered. 
And he barely was talking, which it makes me mad because like he always act like he's super shy for one second, for one like stupid second. <laughs> yeah, one stupid second. No, it's weird. Like when somebody's talking to him, he won't talk. When someone's not talking to him, he won't shut up. Yeah. Like when we're at Bryson's um, baby appointments, he's like, um, "Do you know what my favorite character is on TV?" <laughs> like, <laughs> no. What is it? <laughs> Um, well, it's Spider-Man. And, and my cousins. And my <laughs> cousins. I have a cousin named Mimi, and I have a cousin named CJ. Do you know? No, no, he won't say that. He'll be like, do you know what my cousin's names are? Like, asking questions <laughs> no. that they clearly wouldn't know. First time we met. <laughs> never seen these people before in my life. And, like, he'll do that. But on this day, when people are talking directly to him, he'll just be like, um... He just be frozen. Like, yeah, like, like ew, what's move. Wrong with you? Like, say something. <laughs> yeah, she asked him, like, oh, um, what's your name? He was like, um, dumb, dumb, my name is Chris. And then she was like, oh, do you know how to write your name? And I'm nudging him, like, yes, we practice this all the time. You know how to write your name. Or he she, or she was like, or do you want me to write it for you? It's like, <laughs> first off, you little black boy. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, this is me talking to my son. First off, you little black boy, you have to know how to do this. Yeah. Don't don't make us look dumb. Yeah. Like, do not make <laughs> us look dumb. So he's just like, um, yeah, you can write it. So she writes his name. She flips the name around and shows it to him. Like, is that your name? <laughs> no, She's, that's not how you do it. She was, he was like, no, there's an R in it. I'm like, buddy, buddy, buddy. That's a lowercase R. She she wrote it right. That's a lowercase oh R. Goodness. He was like, oh, okay. Then, yeah, that's how you spell my name. <laughs> but anyway, when we took him to register, there was this lady there. And he's like, oh, what's your name? He's like, um, my name is Chris. Um, she was like, oh, what's your middle name? He's like, because I guess he doesn't know the con- he doesn't understand the concept of a first, last, and a middle name. Yeah. He's like, uh, my name is Christopher Seth Boswell, and then she saw his his not his name or something, mm-hmm. his birth certificate or something. Yeah. And she was like, oh, your name is Christopher Seth Boswell the second. She's like, um, um, yeah, but you can call me um, little Chris or or just Chris. You can just call me Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, long story short, we take him to the register. We after we scheduled him for his registration, we took him to the appointment, and she was like, "We got there." She was like, "Oh, I met you yesterday. Your name is Little Chris, right?" And he was like, "Um, yeah, but you can call me Chris." And then she was like, oh, "You were one of my favorite people. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. very candid. Like, it's like the the shortest like amount of time. Yeah, but she like he made such a big impact on her in such a short amount of time, yeah. and he does that to a lot of people. Yeah, like we get a lot of compliments like a lot of not just like oh your kids are so good like they'll sit down like and be like listen your kids are so well behaved you guys are doing a good job like it'll be like a real like face to face and I always tell them I never just go well thank you know like no I I say we work yeah we work at home we try to get them to and sometimes I forget about that because I'm really not really hard on them but I'm kind of hard on them because I just want him to be great you know what I mean so I get a little bit hard on them. Um, but anyway, that's my takeaway. That's my takeaway from the trip. It was just, one, I don't like you because you made me carry that stroll or that, <laughs> that car seat. But two, like, I just feel like our kids got so much, like, grace on them. That right. Everybody loves them, like, like genuinely loves them. And they only see them for, like, two seconds. No, yeah. No, for me, like. You know, I'm not a crybaby or nothing yeah. like that. No, you're not. No, I'm not, not until like at least two months later. I have like a delayed <laughs> emotional <laughs> response. Her cry gland is delayed, yeah. <laughs> we'll just call it dur. <laughs> delayed emotional response. <laughs> oh my God. Another, that's the name of this episode. Delayed emotional response. I love it. Dur. <laughs> <laughs> right there, right there. <laughs> <Right dirt. laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but like people will be talking to me about like some crazy stuff. Like they be hurt, somebody died in their family, and I feel for them like in the moment. And like I know they probably be looking at me like, dang, she like got no heart. Like she just cold. Like then I'll be sitting on the couch with her watching a, a funny <laughs> show, and then she just start crying. Like, I just be crying for them. We see what's wrong. <laughs> it's just that. This lady at work that comes in all the time. She just got a lot going on. If you could pray for her, like I'll be like randomly she'll text me, like, can you pray for this? Because I'm like, what? Okay, Reese. Like, yeah. No, yeah. So my emotion hit me like a week later. Delayed emotional response. I like that. <laughs> I like that. No, but um 
when I first even like called about getting him registered like or signed up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like we were talking on the phone and then she was like, okay, that's great. Just make sure you bring like all the like necessary forms. And then I'm like, okay. And then like, I'm like, what else do I need? Like, cause I'm like, it's the first time I ever done it. So I just wanted to make sure I got everything done early. Right. Cause <clears throat> mm-hmm. I know sometimes you got to get put on the list for certain schools or whatever. So yeah, I got that out the way. As soon as I hung up the phone, <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> like, that has never happened before in my life. And I'm like, buddy, come here. <laughs> and he's like, what, mommy? I'm like, just come here and give me a hug. <laughs> he's like, mommy, why are you crying? I was like, I just love you so much. Right, <laughs> like, right. No, but I was in tears the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. So, I don't know. Getting him signed up, like. I guess it's, I don't know, making it real, like. What you mean the, making it real? No, it's just this little being that we've been raising, like. Yeah. And in the, what seemed like a long time, but really is a short time that we've, like, tried to instill, like, just good habits. Yeah. Like, in him. Good and, manners and stuff. Yeah. And now he's going to be going to school and, like, he's going to encounter different types of people. Yeah. And like picking up different habits and stuff like that. So I don't know. Like I know he's very smart. I just want him to do well and right. It's a girl. I don't know. So it's just I was just thinking about like okay, like I just have to trust in myself and yeah. knowing us both. Like we do our best to make him great. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like and and we say this a lot, and I'm trying to live it. I. I don't want to, one thing I don't want to do is come off as a know-it-all before I've experienced something. Mm -hmm. Because I talk a lot about like adult parents with adult kids. And I'm like, listen, you can only do what you can do. And once they leave, then they leave. And that's it. What they do once they leave, as long as you do everything in your power, you have to, you have to, what LeBron always says is like you, you prepare and then you live with the results. Yeah. And you just you just prepare and you live with the results. That's yeah. what life is really. That's what life should be about. Right. You can't beat yourself up about the things that you can't control. You can only control the present, and you only get a split second to ever control the, the present. Like right. the the past is infinite, and so is the future. But the present is so quick and it's fleeting. Like the second something happens, it's already it's over. Already, yeah. So it's uh it's tough, right. and and I feel myself like. I think we've done the best we could, given the circumstances. I don't think we did the best possible, but I do believe we did. The, we've done the best we we, the best job possible. Like, I think we have done better than not to like dog our parents or nothing like that. But no, no, but it's not about it's like we yeah. we've been doing better than how our parents taught us. I I believe that our kids are better off. Now I'm not even gonna put it on my parents. I'm going to say our kids, I think, are better off than we were at their age. Yeah. And I think that's what life is about. We just right. talked about this in the car the other day, but that's what life is about. Yeah, if we learn ki- from our experiences or whatever. Right. And then what we see, like, where certain things have failed, we just work on making those areas better. Yeah. So. And then part of me is like I'm at the point where I love my son and I want him to love me and I want a lot, but it's like, I'm at the point now where I'm it's like I feel like I dang, I feel like we're gonna cry on this episode. <laughs> you're um, gonna cry. I'm gonna cry next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna cry next week. Um I'm at the point where it's like, it, do I change my approach? Do I care that he likes me? Mm-hmm. Is it more important that he that he be great or that he likes me? Right. He's gonna love me. Right. But he might not like me for a little bit. Mm-hmm. For little bits and pieces, he might not like me. And I'm at the point where it's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's better for him to like me or for him to kind of dislike me but understand later. Yeah. I don't know what the right answer is. Being a parent is tough, man. It like is. every the parenting is the only thing you cannot prepare for, I think, in life. Right. Because everybody is thing. different. Yes. So even if you were handed like the perfect quote unquote manual of how to parent. Your child is not going to be the same child they tested or whatever 
Like right. for that manual. Uh, exactly. And then every every person is different. So every parenting style is different. So every couple's gonna be different. Right. Every situation like is different. Like where you've grown up, where your parents grew up, like yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. Surroundings are a big Everything. thing. You don't even think about. Yeah. Like I grew up in Cleveland and I grew up in, you know, a decent part of Cleveland. And then I ended up, we ended up moving to the hood and I lived there and that shaped me a little bit. Mm-hmm. There was a time in life where me, my brother and my sister all lived in one room. You know what I mean? And yeah. my parents lived, they, th- my parents slept in the living room and we had our own bedroom and our, we had a very, very humble living situation. And that sculpted and molded me a little bit our son has moved a lot and that's probably gonna affect him in some way i don't know if it's gonna be negative or positive but in his short five years like we've moved a lot he's slept in a lot of different places and i think one thing maybe one thing that our lives have differed in is that you had the ultimate stability Mm -hmm. and i had the opposite Like we were always moving. And I think what what that did for us is that just made us understand that the, ooh, this is a word. Like we talk a lot about the church is a people, not the building. Mm -hmm. A family is the people. And when you are forced to move around and when you're, as I look back, I know my parents were not just moving. We were kicked out. We were, you know, I don't know if they were ever evicted, but. Not officially, but we had a situation with a really crazy landlord where my parents fled to for safety. Mm-hmm. This woman tried to get us taken. She called CSP on on my parents multiple times. Am I saying like child protect CPS child? <laughs> CPS. It's people CSS, call it CSP, CSP, but isn't it child protective services? Are is everybody <laughs> dyslexic? <laughs> Am I tripping? CPS? CSP? You're saying it like either one doesn't even sound right to me. But CSP is what people say, right? Oh, they call they about to call CSP on her. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. My mind is blown. But anyway, she called them to the point where they almost took us from my, my parents for something. Stu- I'll get into that one day. But it was stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? It yeah. was so dumb. And... I just know that my parents, like, that affected my life. Moving around a lot, it made us a stronger family. When we, had a, when we had a house and everyone in the house had their own room, we had a basement, we had all of this other stuff, we had walk-in closets, we mm-hmm. had a really nice house, we still spent all of our time on my parents' bed. Yeah. All Together. the time. Yeah. Because that was what our family unit was. There was a time where all we had was our parents' bed. And then when we had all this other space, we still all congregated in one space. Yeah. And that just made our family closer. And I think the same thing is hopefully happening with Chris, Mm -hmm. where he knows that it doesn't really matter where we lay our head. We're going to have a place. And as long as mommy's here and daddy's here and now Bryson's here, then we have a, that's our family. So, and, and, you know, whereas your family is a little different and that might have something to do with, like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) With what? No, because your family, I don't know, man. I love. I really love your family, I really do. But we just have two totally different upbringings. Completely, yeah. Two totally different upbringings, but we both have both our parents in our lives. Yeah. So it's like we had that stability. Both of us had that stability, um, as far as like the unit in mm-hmm. our in our uh, in our lives or whatever. And we have very similar upbringings as far as like going to church, and we had like. But the biggest thing I think is that one person was stable. Like your your foundation was your house and your house never changed. Yeah. And my foundation was my family and my family never changed. Mm-hmm. So that's a little weird. It's yeah, it, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. Cause we talk about balance a lot on this podcast. Nothing's nothing's perfect, but it is a different balance. Right. Well, I, I guess by us coming together, like I can see I guess like in your family where like the little holes, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. How we, I could take those things and we could take those things and incorporate it in our, in our life. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. It's good to see both sides and yeah, be able to just come together and be like, okay, your parents did this or whatever, or this is how we did this or whatever. And this worked, but this didn't work. So let's try right. it this way. Like, and there was like, you guys had a little bit more structure when it came to like, like, 
it wasn't really faith. It was religion. But mm-hmm. growing up, it was religion. But you guys had a lot more structure with that. We yeah. did not have as much structure with it. And yeah. I think that's something that we're incorporating right, like, right. into our house. So it's every no one's perfect and no one's completely wrong and no one's completely right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this whole growing thing and learning thing and just not even being an adult, but being a human, it's just tough, man. It's just yeah. you never you never know. You just uh, never know. There's no way to know, you know? Uh, yeah. That's why you just take it one day at a time. You got to be willing to just, just take each day as it comes. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to be willing to make mistakes. You got to be willing to to come clean with when something didn't work. I mean, yeah. you just got to be willing. Right. You just got to be willing. Like, life is about, it's just a lot of mistakes that are made all, it's, all of the time. Right. You just got to be okay with it. I know it sucks, but. You gotta be. You gotta at least try yeah. to be okay with it. Where we at? Yeah, we can break here. Break. Break any break? Okay. <laughs> Again, there's a beginning of a ludicrous song that starts like that. I think it's shake your money, make a nice somebody about to pay you. I see you on my radar, don't you act? Forget about that song. You know, that song? Yeah, yeah. you know I got it. If you want it, come get it. that next to this money, like hey, hey, hey. Um, no, nah, I was just thinking, like I, I feel like it's a lot of. There's a lot of people in my in my life with need. And a lot of people, I feel like they come to me with with a need. Mm-hmm. And I find myself lately, like, I have to put that, like, at bay. Yeah. Because I think people think that I can fix them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have to remind them, like, first of all, it's not me. Like, it is he who lives within me. Right. right? But past that, it's not even me. It's he who lives within you. Like, right. you have to work on that. Right. Like, we all have a piece of God in us, and we got to tap into that. Like, and, like, fix that antenna so that when we are talking to God, like, he's, he, there's, it's a clear communication between the two of us. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, it's like a lot of people, like, I got people with, with friends who are just going through drug situations. I got, I got people that have... You know, like relationship woes mm-hmm. and things like that. I don't know. I don't know if everybody has people just a, 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 not attacking them, but like, I feel like people like come to me like, so what do you think about this situation? I'm like, I don't freaking know. <laughs> like, it's Tuesday. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, no, no, no. You ever, you got people like no, that? No, same with me. Yeah. No, especially at work. Uh-huh. Like, we always get people that come and go or whatever. Right. So. I don't say like I'm of course not somebody to try to fix somebody's problems or anything like that. Right. But we are in a um, solid relationship, and um, solid, solid uh, as a rock. <laughs> no, I'm fine. no, yeah, and there are people that come to me just like they don't even know me like well enough, like, but they still come and they like ask for advice, like, and I'm like okay, like I give them the advice, but um. No, I just, you know, one kid, how you say it, like, I feel like he is trying to seek a relationship, but he wants to be in a genuine relationship. Right. But he um, is, like, portraying something that he's not. Right. So, like, 
like I've tried to tell him like he's asked me like a bunch of stuff like oh you think like like I'll look cool if I do this or that or whatever I'm like okay first of all why are you trying to look cool why like just be yourself yeah right and um like he still did it anyways or whatever it still hasn't attracted anything like <laughs> you can talk about it right or no huh no I mean like he'll post a bunch of stuff you can you can say the specifics. I mean, he'll like he asked me, "Oh, you think I look cool like with a gun or something?" Okay. And I was like, I mean, to me, no. Like maybe to some people, yeah. I mean, sure or whatever. Yeah. So like, he asked for that advice, still went against the advice or mm-hmm. whatever, and still hasn't caught nothing worth like keeping. Right. So, it's like I just feel like until he can truly accept himself maybe for who I was gonna he say is. that like, it just sounds like when when you're looking for things to like is this gonna make me cool like is this gonna make me appealing is this gonna make bl- fill in the blank right. like you don't have like you're not sure of yourself right right nobody wants to be with no nobody that's not sure of themselves no, like that's yeah. some of the most unattractive things you could be Dude, it's like if you really want to be in a successful relationship, like just be yourself. You're going to attract the right one and you don't have to pretend to be anything like you be your 100 percent self and you will be in a like a wonderful relationship, like in a meaningful relationship. But I don't know. You just have to be able to identify like and just like who you are, like be sure of who you are. Like, I mean, that's it. It's tough. This is the problem with social media. This is really the problem with social media. Like, it's very tough to find out who you are. Yeah. Because you don't even know who you want to be. Yeah. And and you, we just got to be very careful. Did I ever talk about that? This yeah. this quote. Oh man, I wish I could remember the quote. Basically, there was this dude. I I, I work in. Uh, obviously, I work in sales. We talk about. It's not obvious. I work in sales. Um, and it's mostly telecommunications. So I'm, I coach telecommunications and sales, right? Um, so one of the people that report to me, they had a situation where there was a guy on the phone, like giving them advice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's some of the stupidest stuff I've ever heard in my life. They're like, what do you mean? Like, basically what he was saying, he was saying some dumb stuff like, yeah, like, um, you need to do X, Y, or Z because if you do X, Y, or Z, I can't remember what the advice was, but it mm-hmm. was dumb. And I yeah. guess the b- point I'm trying to make is that he gave this person advice mm-hmm. that would work for this person, not knowing this person's situation. Yeah, it was complete. It would have been completely irresponsible for someone that isn't in this person's situation to take this advice because this is advice is for someone on level, let's just say level five. Okay, but. He's giving the advice to anybody. And I'm like, like no. Like the same standard advice? For yeah. Everybody. Like that doesn't apply to everybody. But, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't apply to everyone. We talked about a couple of weeks ago, like not everybody's a leader. Yeah. Like these are the misconceptions that's very dangerous. And a lot of people with, with what I want to do with my life, this is going to be controversial because we live in a time where everyone puts their best foot forward, with mm-hmm. their, which there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But their best foot forward isn't even always their foot. Right. So not only do we have people that are uh, pretending to be away on social media, but we also have people telling people that you could do anything you set your mind to right. when it just isn't true. It just isn't true. Some people are destined to fail, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Right. <laughs> like there are, so, and and I want to be clear. I'm not saying that the person listening is destined to fail. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. But there are some people predisposed to failure. Yeah. Like I said, some of these serial killers are predisposed to failure. Yeah. If you're gonna be someone that's gonna be a, a motivational speaker, a life coach, a health coach, whatever you want to do, and that's what I want to do, mm-hmm. there has to be a level of realism. 
And there has to be a level of something that's applicable for everyone. If you're going to be putting out broad statements, you got to make sure it's applicable for everyone. Right. Not every single person is destined for greatness. Right. There's only one MLK for a reason. Right. There's only one LeBron James for a reason. Right. Because not everyone can do it. Right. Not everyone can do it. I was feeling so bad. And we're going to get back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I was feeling so bad for LeBron the other day. Because every day, is LeBron James the greatest of all time or is it Michael Jordan? Well, I don't think it could be LeBron James because Kobe Bryant. And it made me so mad. You know why it made me mad? Because LeBron James lives his life so well, they can only talk about basketball. Yeah, That's it. Yeah, And that's the only thing that he's even trying to do. But they don't talk about the school that he that he has they don't talk about the things that he's been doing for the past seven years or something like that when it comes to we live in akron so when it comes to kids in akron and lifting those kids in akron up to Mm -hmm. make them feel like they have more than what they actually have and to give their parents it was a couple years ago he sent parents of these kids to to akron university or university of akron Mm -hmm. um with a free whatever a scholarship yeah, yeah, so to get that i was like what five years ago six years it was, i think it was before he came back to cleveland it was like six years ago but it wasn't recently no this happened before and he did it again yeah recently okay. like a couple of weeks ago but it made me i felt so bad for him that he has lived his life and may, i'm not saying it's perfect mm-hmm. but he's he's done it the right way right i'm sure him and his wife argue i'm sure they've had situations i'm sure they've had little things that are just not you don't want to talk about right but guess what we don't know nothing about it and that is how it should be right that is how it should be it is not natural for everyone to be putting their dirt out in public for everyone to see and to sift through their dirt right you know what i'm saying and it just made me so sad for him that his career which is great and i'm sorry to me, he is the greatest of all time because the only thing you could talk negative, negatively about him is one or two games he's had. You can't say nothing about him ever. You can't say that he was an alcoholic. You can't say that he was he was addicted to gambling like Jordan. Yeah. And, and rest in peace to Kobe, I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. You can't say he ever had a rape case. You can't say these things about him. I'm not saying Kobe actually rapes him. I'm just saying he did have the case. Yeah. But I just feel so bad for LeBron. Like, you, you could... But this is basically what I'm saying. You do everything in your control to control your life. Mm-hmm. And you do it well. It's very difficult yeah. to succeed in doing everything that you can control. Right. When he says things like, you prepare for the best, but you live with the results. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He works out incessantly. He works on his body incessantly. He spends $1.5 million a year on just working on his body. Dealing with trainers, putting the right stuff in. He's like one M M&M and M a day, like <laughs> like little things like it's that. A little bit of protein. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, but little things like that. He controls what he can control, right? And they still find something. Well, it's always gonna be that one person that finds something. Like it's it's, but it's not. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to greatness. Yeah. It's not one person. It's hundreds of people one percent of billions. well no it's one percent but it's hundreds of people yeah and that negative stuff cuts through yeah especially when you're as great as lebron but guess what happens with that negative stuff nothing because he's great yeah you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. he just eats it he just knows that people talk trash about him all the time and guess what he has to go out there and prove them wrong every single day and here's the kicker he's been doing it since he was 14 years old with no dad that is greatness. Right. You not you're not ready for that. Not yeah. you. I'm not talking to you. I'm saying the people listening. That's not you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not everybody has that. We have to live in our reality. We have to live we can have dreams, but we have to live in our reality. Right. And when you have people like the person you're talking about, they have a they have a, an idea of what the reality is. They want to be in a committed relationship. You can't They don't have what it takes to Ooh, thank you. Yeah, they don't have what it takes to maintain a relationship. No, you don't have the capacity for a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You don't have the capacity for a relationship because you think if I buy this gun, I'm going to attract someone. Who are you going to attract? Nobody that wants a committed relationship. Right. So you don't even know who you are. And that's why in our relationship, our relationship is so solid because right before we got together, we gave up on other people and we said, let me just work on me. Mm-hmm. 
And then a week later we met. So quick. <laughs> like a, a week later we met. Yeah. And you can't make that up. Right. You can't make that. I don't know what to tell you. You can't make it up. Like that is what our lives have been. Mm-hmm. And it's important for y'all. And it's especially as we start to do, you know, what, what I believe God has for us um, to share, like, is you you have to walk in your own purpose. You can't live somebody else's dream. You have to do what is for you. And even if it's something that, like, this is the problem. Too many people are making decisions based off of the people around them yeah. and not based off their own lives. Right. Too many kids go to college based off their parents wanting them to go to college and not what works best for them. Right. Too many people don't do what they love, which it may it may not make you any money, but now you can't do it because, oh, but I want, I need to fit in and make money because everybody around me makes money. It's yeah. like, no, you, if, do what makes, do what fulfills you. Right. Do what fulfills you because we need these other types of people. Right. We need, uh, I'm telling you, right now for what we have planned, there's a gaping hole for what we have planned. Mm-hmm. There's a gaping hole. There's a lot of people trying. But for what we have planned, there, it, it ain't, yeah. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody in our lane. This yeah. is what we. Ha- this is a calling we have on our lives. It's been very prevalent for the past. How long have we been married? Seven years. Yeah. This is that. This is what we have, especially for the past like six years. That this is what we have, and we're finally, we finally dusted off this this path, and mm-hmm. we're like, oh my god, these are no, our footsteps in yeah. this path. Like this is what we were always supposed to be doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The mm-hmm. the last thing I want to say is um and I've been wanting to talk about this I want to say that I am so happy that I am in a relationship with who I consider to be my actual best friend and I say that because we we kind of referenced a conversation that we had not too long ago um that was very intense and we're not going to talk about mm-hmm. the conversation but well we're not going to speak to the specifics of the conversation mm-hmm. But what I will say is that in a relationship, there are especially in the kind of relationship we have, is very we have very intertwined lives, but we also have separate lives. And I think we're very how do you say realistic yeah. about our relationship. And you know, we had like what could have been a really well it was a I don't think it was an easy conversation, mm-hmm. but we had like a very We'll call it intense. I don't want to call it tough. The content of it was intense. Yeah. Right. And what it showed me is that I picked well. You know what I mean? And I think you picked well. Because we can have conversations without screaming. We can have conversations without ego. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. Yeah. And we can have honest conversations with each other. And I, and I, and I, believe in either you're a great liar or um you are really being genuine mm-hmm. and i just i believe you and if i'm if i'm wrong for believing you then i don't care like whatever yeah. if it comes if it comes out that i whatever I, whatever i don't live in those types of in, in that world but i'm just saying you can only at a certain point like if i can't trust you then there's no point of us being together, like right. when I say trust you, just trust me to trust you to be honest, or mm-hmm. me trust trust me to be honest. Like she even checked me the other day, because on the on the podcast um, Instagram, she's like, "Why you only follow these girls? Whatever, whatever." <laughs> I'm like, first of all, Reese, did you see how many people I follow?" Uh-huh. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, "These big booty chicks." Yeah, that's what she said. And I'm like, "Listen, I'm gonna show you exactly what I did for a month." And then I showed her, and I'm like, I just follow anybody. I followed any and everybody <laughs> in hopes they'd say, who's this person that followed me and came to the page and maybe clicked on a link? That was it. And I was like, you have to understand that these people with the big booty models, like, they are going to post way more than a regular person. Just a regular person, because yeah. yeah. all we do is surf. So I explained that to her, and then after I explained it, it was very logical. <laughs> she goes, I guess you're right. <laughs> right? But, like... That's the type of conver- or the con- conversations that we have. We're mm-hmm. honest with each other. Where we give each other freedom. Like I, she doesn't hover over me. I don't hover over her. Um, yeah, you can't be like that because it gets annoying and it makes you want to do it. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you're. I mean, you're right. It gets annoying. It makes you want to say, okay, if you're going to yell at me for doing nothing, then I'm going to do something that's going to yeah. get me yelled at anyway. Like, it's not a good thing to say, and no, it's no, not no, a good no. thing to do, but it's human nature. Right, right. What can you do against human nature? Yeah. So I just want to say, like, that is the type of thing that you should strive for. And a part of a part of it is that our relationship started with intentions, in my opinion, intentions of just a friendship. Right. For me, I don't know about you. You might have wanted more. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Maybe we could have a conversation. But um, it started, and for me, I'm just like, I just need a, a, a cool chick to be my friend. Because I told you, I had already given up. Like, I tried to be with a couple people, and it just did not work out. So mm-hmm. I had already given up. And uh, I'm like, I just want a cool chick to be my girlfriend. That, or be my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, And uh, eventually we got close, and it just, you know, one thing led to another. And I'm just like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, we just got close. We got cool. Things just worked too well. Yeah. And that was it. That was what our relationship and it was. It was easy. It was not nothing like forced. Yes. Anything like that. It was very, yeah, easy is a good word. It was almost eerily easy. Like, hey, why? What is going on? Like, what are we doing? Like, what? What is happening? And it and it worked out. But because of that, when we have the conversation, like the tough, those tough maybe or those mm-hmm. intense conversations, the conversations that are uncomfortable. I'm not talking to my wife. I'm talking to my friend. Yeah. I'm asking my friend to talk to me. What's going on? What can I do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where am I dropping a ball? Where Where do I think you're dropping a ball? Mm-hmm. What do I like? What yeah. do you like? Like, let's have those conversations. And and I'm just so grateful. Um, I guess I guess this all kind of comes full circle. Like, what's what's the thing you said? Delay remote emotional <laughs> response. <laughs> um. Nah, but it all kind of comes full circle because I don't believe anybody is going to have the same relationship my wife and I have. But I, what I will say is that you can have a relationship just as genuine, yeah. but it has to come from a real place. Full circle, to come from a real place, you have to be yourself. Right. You have to be real. Right. You have to be who you are. Yeah. You can't present a way. Um, I mean, I guess you could, but it's... You're not going to win at the end. Like, yeah. How could you? Yeah. Like it has to be, it has to come from a a real place. Um, I don't even know if I'm typing this password in the right. I did not. Um, It has to come from a real place. You have to be real about what you want. Mm -hmm. And if you can be real with yourself and be just stupid and say dumb jokes. And I believe like one of the first times we were ever together, we had the most disgustingly like hard laugh. Do you remember? Yes. Like snot and tears. Snot. Like we was yeah. laughing so hard. But like that was us being our authentic selves. Right. And like this is the thing. If you can enjoy somebody in their authentic self, you go, all right, I can put up with this. I could mm-hmm. I could deal with this. Yeah. I could deal with this. Like you see somebody at their worst, I could deal with this. Right. Our first real conversation, I cried hard. I don't even remember what the conversation was about. But I don't even think I had cried up until that point, I think that was like a culmination of a lot. Yeah. Just like the stress of college and just like a lot. And she saw that and she accepted it. And we've been together ever since. Yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is cry and cry <laughs> often. Cry. No, don't do that because actually I was thinking like, why is he crying? <laughs> like, She's still here. She's still here. But then, like, I think a couple weeks later, like, I almost got into a fight with somebody. And I was like, all right, okay. Like, oh, he's too soft. Oh, all right, no, okay, he's not too soft. <laughs> he's just soft enough. Um, but anyway, man, I just, I, I appreciate you. I love you. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I, I, I'm i very happy to be on this journey with you. We got a lot of different avenues that we're going down. But yeah, it. There's no possible way we'd be this far without being authentic. There's no possible way we'd get this far without being honest with each other and just being open to each other. And I honestly feel like, um, to the for the most part, I could tell you anything mm-hmm. and you'll just receive it. And I think you'll help me with through it first. Yeah. And then 
once you help me through it, you'll we'll deal with how you feel. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. say? Like I feel like I could tell you anything and then you'd come with come to me as a friend first, like, okay. Mm-hmm. What do you, how are you feeling? Are you okay? And then once we find out I'm okay, then you can turn up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the situation <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. Nothing has happened. I want to make this clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nothing has happened, but Sometimes you got to do uncomfortable maintenance on your relationships. That's it. Yeah. You just got to do some some. No, that's why it's good to talk to one another or take out the time, like, every once in a while just to sit and talk. Like, because sometimes there are things that do bother that maybe you don't want to bring up because, like, sometimes I feel like it might be, like, petty or whatever. Petty, but yeah, because there's, there's important. more pressing things. There's a things. lot of things, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of different things, so. But that maintenance is is important. Those yeah. little oil changes in your relationship, those are important. <laughs> check engine light comes on in a relationship often. Yeah. And you can't just ignore it. You can't just keep riding with the light on. Right. You you have to you have to take it in and do the uncomfortable things, spend the money. Mm-hmm. And you come out on the other side like, you know, after the one conversation, I think we were very like every that was I don't know, we were just in a better place. Mm-hmm. And after the most recent conversation, um, it wasn't 100% comfortable for me because I had to deal with my my lacking, where I've fallen short yeah. as far as a husband. I think I'm a very good um, provider. I think I'm a very good father. But yeah. I, I dropped the ball, and I just got lazy a little bit mm-hmm. as a husband. Not fully, but there's things that you just don't think about. Like, you need to know I know you're pretty. Like, but... Yeah. It's you can't know if I don't say it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's important. It's important. Yeah. You got to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to do that. But I appreciate you. I love you. That's it. We're done. I appreciate all you all for listening. Um, comment. Let's we can start a conversation. I want to start a conversation. Don't forget yeah, to I'm email waiting, us. <laughs> uh, email me at um, bozzyc at bozcast.com or I'm sorry bozzy at bozcast.com and you could email me at reese at bozcast.com she said that's so robotic um, email the podcast at officialboscast at gmail.com we don't want to make it so you can't in- interact with us right. we're making it as easy and as simple as possible to interact with us that's what this is about I want to start a dialogue mm-hmm. but anyway we love you um, so be loved um, we'll see you next week yeah. Um, and we appreciate the family that I think that we're building. So yes. appreciate you all. Bye. Whoa, say hallelujah, hallelujah.